Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Hello and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church by the local church. My name is Josh Loftus, and I'm here with my comrade in arms, who's dressed to the nines, somewhat dressed to the T. You know what T's? I will say? Nines? What? what? I'm disappointed in Ronnie Martin. What? Uh, like, like happy Ronnie Martin? Yeah. Like, you know why? like Joy Electric, Ronnie Martin? Yeah, you know why? Why are you disappointed? Why are you disappointed, Ronnie? Why. What did he do? What um, did he do now? This man what happened? goes on the sociables yeah. and says, I'm going to TGC and I'm dressed to the nines. Okay. And posts a picture of himself in a jean jacket and raggedy looking clothes. That's just that's just that's just what he wears. Is that like, like Southern thin- Ohio to the nines? <laughs> or what are we talking about here? That is that is here here's what that is. That is nineties Christian artist to the nines. That is that's Ronnie. That, if that's you're what listening, man, you oh, need to go. Yeah, if Ronnie's need, listening, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go to Men's Warehouse or something. Oh man. my gosh, <laughs> Ronnie wouldn't get caught dead in marriage. You, you know he's all about that Pier One. You know he's all he's all <laughs> about Pier One. You know he's all about that Pier One. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Well, Jean, ja- where where else are you gonna get Jean jackets? I don't know where else you're gonna get Jean jackets. H and H and M. H and M. Michaels. <laughs> Michaels. <laughs> Yo, you going to that Burlington Coat Factory? Oh, you know it, you know it, dude. You know it. On um, them pastor monies, he can't get anything more. The than Nordstrom that. rack. Yeah, he's at the Nordstrom rack. That's exactly right, uh, dude. Ronnie, if you are listening, we love you. Sorry, You're Ronnie. Good. You you promised me something, and I feel let you down. Promised. So. Yeah. You know yeah. what, Ronnie? I feel like Jack. Jack needs a little. Uh, Jack needs a little. A little help here. He needs some reconciliation. Some work needs to be done. Oh my you know, gosh. I'm just gonna let you guys do that in private. You know, maybe over some DMs, um, and uh, maybe you know a signed, maybe a signed EP of the next Joy Electric <laughs> album. I don't know. I doubt you know. that's even gonna happen. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, hey, you know, you know, you, you miss, you miss a hundred. Well, you miss ninety-five percent of the shots you don't take. Okay. Sometimes they fall in your lap. Okay, Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Jack, how you doing, my man? Doing well. Doing well. What's sunny happening? Out, it's sunny outside in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of stuff going on. It's good to be alive. So, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Twitter 
is a cesspool. <laughs> I just want to go. I just want to go on record and say that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get into specifics, but y'all people need to learn how to disagree with each other without being angry. Josh, without being mad. Do you know where you're at? You're in America, sir. Uh, bro, you, know, you don't no know excuse. how to agree with man. No excuse. Just because you're a Christian in America doesn't give you the excuse to be all belligerent on uh, Twitter. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Come on, I get people. What you're saying, do yeah. better. Do better. Hashtag do better. <laughs> dad Jack says. Do more better. Hashtag Dad Jack says. Hashtag, hashtag do, better. do the work. Do the work. Do the work. <laughs> right? I'm quoting, quote, quote my man, my man Sam. Sam, uh, Sam Falcon. Falcon Sam. Do oh. the work. Oh, okay. Do the work, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. Y'all need to be nice. Y'all need to be nice. Jack, give me some good news, man. Like, I need I need something to cheer me up. Because every time I go on tombs, Twitter, it's tombs just- empty. Jesus is alive oh, on the throne. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you're, it is if, empty, you're baby. if you're somebody like me who is more liturgical in the sense and follows you, Did you say turgical? Liturgical. Oh, I was going to say turgical. You, you definitely are turd turgical. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um that's bad. We joke. are in what is it? The second week since Easter happened when we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I mean Jesus is walking around right yeah, now. He's like showing fish. himself to people. Making his disciples breakfast. Yep, exactly. It's all oh. good. It's all gravy, baby. So it is. Yeah. I'm doing better now. I appreciate that. Thanks, my man. You're welcome. See, this is why I hang out with you. Yeah. I always leave whenever I hang out with Jack. And here's the thing: y'all need to find yourself a man. <laughs> oh gosh, this isn't the Boaz episode. It's like Jack. <laughs> Your Boaz needs. It. Never mind. Yeah, I made that joke last. Ruthless. Ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, it's something I appreciate about our friendship, and I'm getting, I'm getting personal. I'm feeling, I'm feeling emotional. I'm feeling vulnerable. Something I appreciate about our friendship. Is this a foreigner song coming on right now? (laughs) I would do anything. Oh no, that's meatloaf. That's meatloaf. Um, Something I've always appreciated about us as a couple. Sure. Is that okay? Is is that at least up to this point? Yeah, we got a podcast, but we don't take ourselves. If we, we don't were take taking, seriously, if we were taking ourselves seriously, there would be a definitely different dynamic to this podcast. If we I were taking like. ourselves seriously, one, we'd be like every other reform podcast ever. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and two, it would not be the joyful experience that it is. <laughs> yeah, um, that's but true. something something that I think you and I. Are constantly having to keep each other on guard from, uh-huh. uh, you know, real talk here is yeah. chasing after that fame, yeah, right. Chasing after chasing after the, that cheddar. Oh, chasing after that cheddar. Chasing after like the followers, like the Twitter fame or the Instagram likes. Um, you know, not that you know. I mean, if if you have a lot of followers on Twitter or Instagram, I mean. Cool. Good for you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. But something that I have found in my own life, and I think you could probably attest to this as well, is that like that draw and that pull uh-huh. toward wanting to be wanting to be somebody. Yeah. It 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 can get strong. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's something that if you don't have that accountability around you. Uh, it could be kind of an all-encompassing uh, infatuation, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, to where it gets unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen that recently, right? Ravi Zacharias, 
Mm-hmm. Pastor upon pastor. Um, churchmen upon churchmen. Everything, man. I mean, I guess it's one. I guess it really comes down to motive, too. I mean, you have to have motive of what you want to do and how you're going to be accountable to other people, right? So if I'm going to be an apologist, I wouldn't say that I am at all. I mean, I, I would say I, I defend the I faith. mean, you definitely apologize a lot, <laughs> especially that's, to me. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> apologize my wife. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. Hey. I've been there for one of those. Oh, shush. Yeah. You shush. I've been there. It was awkward. You it hush, was weird. Sir. And I was right in the middle. You and hush. I felt like I felt like dying. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you're an apologist or if you're a person who wants to do like breakdown videos or something like that, Oh, man. I think we've seen recently, within the last year, year and a half, two, three, four, five years, of how you could do that really well and how you could do that really bad. Yeah. And I think part of it is just a really big making sure you have community around you that's going to challenge you on that stuff that you say. And then owning up to, hey, this came off this way. I want to apologize. I want to take the time to really say... That's not my intent. That's not what I'm going for. I'm sorry if that came off that way. Here's how I'll, I'll do better and showing that repentance too. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into not trying to chase the fame. I mean, there's some times where I do lives to just get my thoughts out there because I need that mode and medium. It's not necessarily to say that I'm trying to share my opinion so everybody can placate to me and bow down at the throne of Jack because I don't want that to happen. Um, even though I think those motives can always be misconstrued by everybody who's on social media at all times. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I think back to this Nine Marks conference I was at, one of my professors, Todd Miles, was basically saying, Jesus never sought out fame. He never sought out celebrity. Um we can kind of go back to the most controversial book of our day, Gentle and Lonely, maybe, oh. to find some examples of of that as well, too. I hear that book is like borderline heresy, right? Like, that's what I'm being told. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> right. Good gracious. <laughs> Talking about people freaking out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean... Christ never sought that. He didn't want that. He just, uh, he came to do his mission and he came to seek and save the lost. And he still does that to this day. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's hard sometimes if you don't have people to basically tell you how it is to take them seriously sometimes. Yeah, it is. And you know, it's especially, it's especially difficult and important to have that in the context of the local church. Whether you are in leadership yeah. um, or not, having that mentality of trying to be relevant and trying to be basically at the top of everyone's social feeds, right, um, is a huge problem that I think we see in culture today. And sure. I think it has shown itself to be a massive problem in the context of the local church, right? Yeah. We have so many pastors out there Mm -hmm. that are trying to push a brand or push um, some sort of image or vision that they have. And what 
actually ends up happening is that individual's personality, that individual's desire, or you know whatever it is that they want people to perceive of them, it's couched in pr- the promotion of the gospel or yeah. the promotion of theology or whatever it is. But in actuality, it's just it's just them, right? And we see that a lot. Um, and we've seen that, you know, a lot in the past. And it continues to be a problem where pastors will kind of seek that that limelight, seek the fame and the the uh, the followers and the the influence. Right? Everyone wants to be everyone wants to be a social media uh, um, influencer these days. Yeah. Right? That's the, that's what everyone seems like they want. Right? Yeah. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with having a platform. There's nothing wrong with having a podcast or doing Instagram lives or utilizing the tools that God has given you to to you know, to, to promote the gospel and get the gospel out there. What Jack and I are w- wanting to talk about here is when the motivation shifts yeah. from a true desire yeah. for the gospel to go forth, a true desire that the people of God are edified and encouraged and convicted through what we say yeah. versus the desire that everyone struggles with. Everyone struggles with it. The desire to promote yourself yeah. and to get your name out there, your face out there, your brand out there, your vision out there. So when people see that or hear that, the first person they think of is actually you. Yeah. Right. And what's interesting is that that mentality can be really, really sneaky and that we can do that without even noticing. Yeah. It's very sinister. Blind to your own blindness, man. Like, dude, like pride is so sinister and it's so sneaky. But it's you, you, you can be, you can, <laughs> you can be prideful that you think you're being humble. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you uh-huh. can promote yourself as, as, as humble brags. As, as, yeah, humble brags. Sure. Yeah. Humble yep. brags. Right. Like pride is so sinister that it can manifest itself and bite you in the rear end even when you think you are making the humble decision. Mm. And we have to be constantly on guard against our pride and our desire to promote anything and to know anything other than Christ mm. and him crucified sure. and raised again. Yeah. And it is especially vital to be on guard against that in the context of the local church. Yeah. I think, too, I I would hope that people don't look to us as as like their, their only their only go-to. Yeah, we <laughs> are not God, your no. church. <laughs> we are not your pastors. I am just saying this. I would, we would hope, both of us would hope, that you listen to your elders and your leadership more than you listen to us. We're just here as an encouragement for that. We're just here as trying to trying to be those those biblical encouragers to people out there who are who are doing the tough work, man. Um, who are out there on the lines doing ministry and it's rough and it's tough and they're getting either burnt out or they're doing something and this would be just like a really just kind of like a, a time where you get somewhat encouraged by that. We're not here to basically give you guys 
hey, you need to listen to us because we yeah. are the because most of the time the we're I mean knees. we don't say things worth listening to. Yeah, seriously. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm actually surprised we have the listeners we do. You know, like yeah, like, like when we get more follows on Instagram or like more listeners, I'm always I'm always like I'm honest like real talk. I'm kind of baffled. I'm just yeah. Like, like why? Like what? Uh, hopefully, who's this isn't a humble brag either. I, I'm, I'm really trying. Yeah, exactly. See, that's how sinister <laughs> it is, dude. I'm dead serious. Like, I'm really like I'm I'm truly. There are times where I'm truly shocked because I'm like, man, what are we saying? That so? I would just so honestly, funny. I would just hope that this is it, this is more of a time where you have fun and you listen to us, and it could be a time of enjoyment rather than, oh my gosh, this is a time of. I gotta listen to these guys. These guys know what's up. It's like, okay, first of all, it's like we are we do not have the market on understanding what the local church is. I think it's just we're two lay people and who care about, you know, the local church and its central role within a society and community. So yeah. Yeah, no, no, th- that's exactly right. And and it's we we have that desire in this podcast to encourage you to be more involved with your local church and if that means that you listen to less of us and you're involved in your local church more then we're doing Fine our job us, yeah we're doing our job yeah. that's that that's what we want to be doing right um but we realize as individuals that have a small it's not big at all but a small um platform and have listeners we have to be very careful to not yeah. let that go to our heads yeah and to be responsible with that uh, with the individuals and the listeners that God has given us, right? Yeah. And it's so much more, so much more that in the context of the local church. Yeah. That when we are called as Christians to give up who we are, to deny ourselves, to put away any desires that we have to be famous, yeah, or to have a platform. And pick up our cross and follow Christ, right? Whatever that looks like for you, whatever God calls you to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, When that mentality gets shifted and we end up, whether you're pastors or whether you're a member, a deacon, whatever it is, you end up promoting yourself. Yeah. There's a lot of damage that comes from that. Yeah. And I think we've seen, both Jack and I have been on the receiving end of what happens when that focus gets shifted. Yeah. And let's just take a pastor for for example, when a pastor's identity and desire and and drive and focus in the church is more pushing a brand or a vision that they have versus how can I be the best shepherd for my people that I can be. And it's so painful mm-hmm. for everyone involved when that mentality gets twisted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I just... um, I don't... Like, John... Here's the thing, too. It's like, we say these things to have fun, to want you to join in on this discussion. We don't say them in an authoritarian way where, like, you agree with us or whatever. It's like, no, we say these in, like, a... We hope you guys are thinking about... Like, we're trying to spur you on to basically think about these things to hopefully that you're engaging with your local leadership and your and your elders and your deacons to think about these things as well too if if certain things that we bring up are maybe not happening or you're like hey um 
I really care about this, and this is what I see in the scripture, and this is what I see in, in a lot of the historic confessions, and hey, can we possibly do that? I hope that that's what we're spurring, Josh and I are spurring you on to. What Josh and I don't want is for you to take our words as gospel, and everybody starts, tribalism has already done its deed. Sure. And it's not helping, and we're not here to start the T-Birds no. and start fist fighting with the with the no. socias in a in a grassy knoll somewhere so we're not we're not looking for a <laughs> what was the thing i said like we're not looking for a reformatory biker club oh my gosh that's no, no that's, not that's that. not what we're, although oh. that'd be kind of cool no like, hold on no, hold on hold on, no. hold on. without Josh. without the sass can you imagine without though, the sa- what do can you, you imagine having our own mc like with with like the leather vest and the reformatory logo on the back. Oh, that would look sick. Oh my gosh! For the local church, by the local church. If somehow, Dude. and God in His mercy, save Stone Cold Steve Austin and he becomes our MC, that would be a huge win. I'm just saying that right Can now. Can you be imagine <laughs> the hype? all of my dreams as a little as a kid would come true oh. in that moment? But I that is a that is a pipe dream. That is a dream upon dreams. That's like that's even going beyond Joseph's dreams at this point. So. <laughs> what? Are, okay, dude. Real talk. What are the odds of you and I getting motorcycles? Oh, Josh. What I are the odds? Just... Come on, one to ten. One to ten. Are you talking like those Honda scooters? Because no, I'll go with I'm that. Not, like, the, like the Italian the scooters. Ruckus, the like, ruckus. Like, scooters? The ruckus scooters. I'll go with that. <laughs> like. <laughs> where you're like, where where both feet are like together, <laughs> like up on the low <laughs> platform. Yeah. No, 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 no. Real motorcycles. What are the odds? One to ten. <sighs> Four ish. Oh, that's <laughs> it, man. I was hoping for the. I was hoping for the top end. No, I'm uh, sorry, my man. Whatever, whatever. Um, wow, that was a rabbit trail and a half. We followed yeah. that rabbit deep into hey. the woods. Yep. Deep into the woods. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no. To to kind of piggyback on on what Jack says, like we aren't. We aren't your authority. We yeah. aren't uh, seeking to be the only voices in your life. We really hope that we're not. And if we are, you need to find somebody really quick. Sure. And that needs to be your local church. It yeah. needs to be your pastors, right? Um, but yep. the sad reality is often members, deacons, pastors forget that. Yeah. And they end up trying to promote themselves and promote a vision that they have. And it's something that, uh, sadly, more often than not, I think, needs to be dealt with within the context of the local church, right? Yeah. So how do we go about thinking biblically about that and then mm. creating a culture to where that is changing? Yeah, I think part of it has to deal with so many... There's such like this tribalism going on in the United States right now. Like we said in a previous episode about Preston Perry, he was talking about like who do I, who would I side on on this whole, you know, ethnicity, ethnic conciliation kind of talk and stuff like that. And it's like, yo, do they preach the gospel? Like conviction is on you. If you're convicted to go one way or the other, okay. But as long as they're preaching the gospel and they're trying to make peace with with other people and not trying to you know, make them into the enemy, then by all means, like, go to your conviction. Um, It's a tall order, Josh. Can you repeat the question again? (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 I hear you. I think think it starts with identifying the problem. Yeah. And we need to, we need to be okay, and we need to have that environment in our churches to where all of us, pastor or not, have accountability around us. Yeah. I, I can remember, so... 
um, deep, deep cut here. Deep cut. Oh, wow. I used to have a podcast called Every Day on Monday. Yep. Right? I remember that. Um, which I actually had Jack on. Yep. Uh, that was kind of one of the first kind of exposures Jack and I had to each other. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. And um, during that podcast, um, kind of at the tail end of the podcast, ended up going through some really rough church hurt. Yeah. Real rough, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember one of my elders pulling me aside um, and asking me, he says, hey, uh, I know you got this podcast. That's great. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, heard you say something uh, on one of the episodes that made me think that some of the hurt that you have is coming out a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Um, now, in, in all honesty, um, I did not remember what I had said. Sure. And uh, it wasn't, in that case, that wasn't true. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I've always made it a point to never use whether I'm behind the pulpit or a podcast to be a soapbox, right? Yeah. That's not, that's not what that's for. Yeah. Um, even though that's what so many people use podcasts for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw this funny tweet. It's like, it's like. Dudes will straight up use podcast. Will start oh, a podcast man. instead of go to therapy or something <laughs> yep, like that. Yep, hundred percent true. <laughs> That's so funny. Real talk. But what I vehemently appreciated about that exchange, yeah, was that that pastor. His name's Nate. Yeah, love the dude. Yeah, fantastic pastor. Loved me enough uh-huh. to say the hard thing. Yep. And have a potentially difficult conversation with me. Yeah. Because he cared about me. Yeah. He cared about my soul. Yeah. He cared about my mindset. He cared about what others heard. That is a good pastor. Yeah. Right? And that's what accountability looks like. Yeah. Is you have those individuals around you that when you start, even even if they perceive you start kind of going off, right? You mm. might you might not be. Yeah. But if they perceive that, they lovingly come alongside you and say, Hey. Yep. Heard this, saw this. Yep. Let's talk. Let's talk yep. about it, right? Yep. And so I think that's step one. Uh-huh. You need that culture. You need to be able to have that culture in your church where that is available. Uh-huh. Step two, you as the individual need to have the humility to accept that. Even if it's yeah. wrong. Even yeah. if they're wrong. Yeah. You need to see that as a loving and, and as a loving thing and be thankful for it. Even even if what they say you did isn't true yeah like thank the lord that somebody loves you enough to come alongside you like that that is a i will say this to you in my work life while working on an army base i deal with so many different personalities most no. of the, most <laughs> of, most of those personalities are going to be we have shared experiences from the from the military and it makes sense and we and we kind of get each other and there's a natural kind of synergy but then there's some people that, man, it's a tough go. It is a tough go to, to in those relationships sometimes. There's been a couple occasions where it's like, you know, I've had situations where it's like, hey, Jack, you know, people think this about you. And I feel crushed. Yeah. Right. I feel crushed. And then uh, in those situations, thankfully, my supervisor has been like, hey, but this is not the end. This is an opportunity for you to show who you really are. And this is who I know that you really are. And it's for me to rise up and basically say, Lord, I have to humble myself 
you must increase, I must decrease. That right there. Like, I've always tried, and and there's sometimes where, like, I really don't want to write this email to say that I'm wrong, because I think I'm right. Yeah. And then the Lord's like, no, Jack, this is not, this is not the demeanor of one of my followers. And it's like, hey. That'll preach. You will, you you purposely have to try to seek that out and other people the Lord is using in order to sanctify you in those ways. And if you don't take a hold of that and if you shuck that off, like, oh, they're not really for me, you will never know what kind of pruning the Lord will do in order to grow you. And man, sometimes that's really tough. And I'm not going to lie. It has been, there have been certain instances within this last year that have been super difficult, but yet the Lord has still used certain people to say certain hard things to me, and I've grown from them. And it has to be the same way within the church sometimes. Like, when I say something to somebody, I'm not doing it out of, I want to destroy you. I'm doing it because I'm your brother and I love you, and I care for not only your your soul, but also your body. You know, that embodied love that I need to have towards them. And so, and if, and that's where I'm seeing a lot of folks who are going to a social media platform, building that up, taking on all that, gimme, 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 gimme. I'm, I'm the teacher. I know what's best for me. Not having that level playing field that I think you and I are trying to produce out of this podcast where we're right. trying to say we're not better than anybody. We just have these these thoughts and engage with these thoughts and interact with us and join the conversation. Um, I hope that's what we're creating as far as a, a dialogue and as an encouragement to people. But, man, yeah, there's some times where the Lord is going to use people in order to discipline you and prune you, and it is not going to be fun and it's not going to be easy. But after that happens sometimes, there is a huge... It feels like relief and weight off of you and this like reprieve and this and there's times where I physically have just cried because it is so joyful to know that people actually care for me in these certain ways. So 100% agree with all that. I mean, that's that's a sermon and a half right there, my man. Like it. The wounds of a friend are so much sweeter Mm-hmm. Than the kisses of someone who doesn't care about you. Yeah. Right. And what what you said you know, at the beginning of that really is the crux of it. It's it's the it's the epitaph of John the Baptist. Yeah. He must increase and I must decrease. Yeah. Our entire life is meant for the promotion of Jesus Christ. And if you are doing anything other than that, you aren't making yourself better. Yeah. You're making the gospel ineffective. And you're making yourself an ineffective vessel for Christ to use for his glory. Yeah. Because when pride is present and when there's so much Josh in the way, I can't be used. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like I'm Oof. I'm going to be ineffective yeah. to love and care for my brothers and sisters if it's yeah. just Josh. Yeah. Because Josh doesn't have what it takes. Yeah. Josh is all about Josh. Josh wants what Josh wants. Josh wants to be famous. Josh wants to have all the Instagram followers and all oh, the Twitter yeah. followers. And Josh likes the likes and the replies and the retweets. That's what Josh wants. Yeah. And it is so easy 
to fall into that. Like I am, I am. It's almost scary. Like 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 it almost gives me goosebumps. How easy it is to fall into that mentality. Yeah. And when we do that as church leaders, as members, we're rendering ourselves ineffective to be used by Christ. Yeah. And hmm. and that's a hard truth to muster yeah. because it really does like grind at this like it grinds at the thing that I hold most dear yeah. and that's my pride. Yeah. That I feel like what you said, what we've talked about the last few podcasts about pride, I think that not seeing your pride is highly underrated these days. And people take it advantage, and it's all like, sometimes, like I said, in those certain situations at work, it's like, man, is this pride speaking? Or is this me legitimately wanting something good, but me masking it in this humble brag thing, you know? Um, so... These are not easy. Dif- these are not easy conversations to have, people. Okay, no, they're not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not particularly enjoying this conversation. Okay, I'll be completely honest. All right, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Just because it's it it is it's it's pricking at that thing that I it's pricking mm. at that sin that I keep on a leash. Yeah, and that I keep as a pet, mm. and that I think I can control. Yeah, you know. And like, I mean, it wasn't, it was Calvin or Edwards. I think it was Edwards. The, the, the human heart is a factory of idols. Oh, Calvin said that. Calvin said that, right? Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. And you will have no greater idol in your life than yourself. Yeah. Like your heart is pumping out a massive 50 foot golden statue of you. I mean, and that's, and that's the reason why I think scripture has that beware of idols. I mean, John John ends his first epistle, keep your children, keep yourselves from idols. idols. And the harsh reality and the harsh truth is the biggest idol you have is yourself. Yep. And man, and that goes back to John the Baptist. I must decrease. He must increase. I must kill the idol of idolizing myself and wanting, and this idea of I want to be made my own image, God. No, 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 no. If you, if Jesus, Jesus is saying to us now, you are not to be made in your own image. You're made in my image. You're supposed to be my image bearer, remember? You're supposed to image me in these ways. And if we just image ourselves in the image of us, we have basically the Old Testament to show us how wrong things are going to get pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, be careful because that earth's going to open up and swallow you yeah. real real quick, you know? <laughs> but... I mean, and look, yeah, that's that's hard convos to have, but that's that's what happens when pastors and church members make their lives about themselves yeah. and not the promotion of Christ. Because here's the thing, people: at the end of the day, let's let's get real with ourselves here. What do you have to promote that is more glorious than Jesus? Mm. I don't have anything that I can point to with mm. all of the gifts that God has given me. Yeah. With all of the talents that he's given me, with all of the things that I look at and I think, you know, I mean, I I you know, I'm glad God gave me that. Yeah. It is heaping filthy trash compared to the glory that is in Jesus Christ. Mm. And there is nothing that I have in and of myself that I look at and be like, "You know what?" I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Jesus in the gospel just kind of to the side real quick, and I'm Ugh. gonna you know I'm gonna put all of the money into advertising this. But that's what I do every time. Mm. Every time I, 
every time Pride takes over, yeah. I am saying I am worth more to be seen than mm. Jesus. Yeah. Ugh. And that's not something I like thinking about. <laughs> no. And that's hard to even dwell on and think about and kind of meditate on too, you know? Because, I mean, the New Testament is basically just saying that. It's like, hey, remember? Remember the Israelites and how they messed up? Don't do it. Don't, Don't do it. You know what's going to happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly I mean, right. I mean, if there's one thing, like, that's what the Holy Spirit does is is do that. So, anyway. <laughs> Good seeing you guys. We got some. Take it easy. We got some. We got some love in here. Go Raiders! In Go Raiders! Huh? Oh boy! And this is why I love recording here. <laughs> you guys are gonna be famous. <laughs> all, 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 you know, a couple dozen of our listeners. Yeah, right? seriously. <laughs> I love it. I love it, but yeah, man. Like it's and but here's the thing, like I I don't want to end this on just a on just a crappy note. Even in that, there is grace. Yeah, it is so easy. I mean, it's not easy, but it is as simple as turn yourself off, mm. start promoting Christ. Yeah, know nothing among your people, whether you're a pastor or not, but Christ and Him crucified and raised again. Make everything that you do about the promotion of Jesus Christ and his gospel. And if you have to ask the question, uh, is, am I promoting myself here? I'm not yeah. sure. If you have to ask that question, err on the side of caution and don't do it. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Like, you might not be, but if you have to ask, yeah. why don't we start erring on the side of what gives God the most glory? Mm. And more than often, in fact, I would say 100% of the time, what gives God the most glory is less of me. Yeah. And more of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So, apparently we're going to be talking about the Raiders next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next three episodes. It's gonna be next three episodes about the Raiders. <laughs> it's going to be IG Live here, and it's going to yeah, be all it's questions just about gonna the, be like the local the, church talk the and Las Vegas oh, Raiders. Raiders right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very two very compatible, com- very compatible uh, topics for sure. Yeah. Well, Jack, I don't. Uh, how should we end this, man? It's we're we're out of time. I feel like we've beaten this horse to death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm the horse. We've done mic drops enough. Yeah. So, uh <laughs> Well, if you if you like our our musings, our exhortations. Our Vaseline. Our vacillations. Oh, yeah, that's right. About uh, the local church and how we're trying to basically encourage you all that we're not in authority here, but that we're trying to be more brothers to you. You can catch us. You can catch us on these things called the sociables in which you can engage us in conversation, ask us questions, talk to us, give us maybe future episode ideas. We're on the tweaker. The little blue bird site. Little blue bird. We're on the instant gram. Mm. And we're on the Facebook. The oh, Zuck. Yeah. The Zuckers. The Zucks. The Zucktables. The Zucktables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all at Reformatory Pod. Uh, if you'd be so kind, Josh will tell you how to monetarily support us if you'd be so kind to do that. Josh? If you appreciate Jack and I's um, musings, that word worked. You can head on over to Patreon. 
<laughs> I was trying to think of a, something else, but it's late, and my brain literally said, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can head on over to Patreon, and for the lowest amount we've got is $5. $5 yeah. a month. You know, that's less than a cup of Starbucks coffee a month. I know how much Starbucks Very is costing, is, 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 uh, is pricing out their coffee, and it's less than that. It's more than that. More mm-hmm. than that. So, for $5 a month, you two can become a Patreon supporter and help us get the message of the centrality of the local church out to more people. And if you do so, if you find it in your heart to do so, your name will be hallowed. 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 For the halls of this very small, very nonchalant podcast. Uh, we appreciate uh, reviews. You can head on to uh, iTunes, give us a five-star review. And write a little review of uh, how you found the podcast, why you appreciate it, or maybe some topics, ideas. Um, we really do appreciate that. And um, mm-hmm. we do thank you guys for listening. Get into your local church. Serve your local church. Make your life about the local church. That is where you are going to find the most satisfaction, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. So, Jack, this episode is over because we've heard Big Eva sing. She has sang. Big Eva has sang. The episode, the end of the episode rang, so she sang. So, so we thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. Mm-hmm.